I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're recording. <laughs> Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The The Bachelor. Bachelor. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we're back, bitches! (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god, so exciting. It's been forever. It's been so long. Mm -hmm. This feels so weird. It does. Me and Justine had to like literally t- like how do we do this again so yeah. you say that i say that like we don't know what the hell we doing it's been forever and a day um technically since october 24th yep so it's been like a month and a half wow since we dropped an episode yeah that's crazy we needed that break though we honestly. sure did <laughs> this oh is fun but this shit is work it's a yeah it's I a lot to get some sleep i needed my mondays back yeah it's been, and tuesdays especially and after tuesdays. um bachelor in paradise yeah. Because that shit was intense. That was intense. Yeah. Twice a week episodes. Yeah. All that, that stuff. Um, but we're so excited to be back. Yay. Oh my God. What have you been up to, friend? <sighs> what As have if I, been I up haven't to? seen you. I know. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what have you been up to? This is really the update for y'all. Yeah. Justine knows everything. Um, okay. Lots of things to recap. What have I been up to? So, the day after we recorded our last episode, mm-hmm. I went on a date with a guy, mm-hmm. and I dated him up until yesterday. <laughs> so, it was literally like your hiatus, like little... My little hiatus yeah. bay. Yeah, literally, hiatus bay. From our last episode to this now new episode, yep. we dated and have broken up for yep. whatever like, you want to call it since then. Um, it was cute. It was fun, but yeah, just wasn't a match for me. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's all I'll say on that. Yeah. He was nice. No hard feelings, but Mm -hmm. still looking for my my mamans. (laughs) Um, What else did I do? I went to Ohio. Oh, that's right. Visit my sister. Uh Uh-huh. She lives out in Columbus. I was in middle America. Shout out to Columbus. Shout out to Columbus. Interesting city. What does that mean? It is... um, it's cute. So it's Ohio State is based in Columbus, so uh-huh. it's like a very okay. legit city. Like yeah. 
Because when you think Ohio, I guess from us, you know, bougie New York people, we think... Yeah, like, Ohio, what? Uh, what's there? <laughs> what is Columbus? Whatever. But it's, like, a legit city, like, very okay. developed, like, downtown, a lot of cute bars, restaurants, all okay. that stuff. Nice. It is very white, mm-hmm. but in a... It's a very tangibly white place. Like, that. I don't know. What? That's how me and my sister kept describing it. It's a different kind. It's a Midwestern white. Okay. So it's like an all-American. Oh. American white. Yeah. So they have like a American culture. Like the yeah. white people have a very American-specific yes. culture that it's you think It's very different. Yeah. Because we went to bars out there that we were the only black people there. Yeah. And I've done that plenty of times here in New York. Yeah. But I felt differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so it was just a different kind of whiteness that I, it was like a mid, I don't spend a lot of time in the Midwest. I've, I mean, yeah, I know exactly what you know you're what I'm saying. It's though. so hard for me to describe. Yeah. It, um, was just an interesting experience. Almost like what for people who are not from America think about white people in America. Yes. Like that's what you like were Like the in. America that you watch on television on was literally like what yeah, that like was. Roseanne and yeah. Goldberg and all them people. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was cute, but it was just an interesting feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's just different. Just different. And I'm someone yeah. who's grown up mostly in white spaces. Yeah. And I'm very used to being around white people. Like it's not a problem, but that uh, breed of white was just different. And, and I, I think know. that our states have different culture too. Like New York has like a different culture to it, mm-hmm. the state and the city. Mm-hmm. So people kind of adapt to that culture rather mm-hmm. than adapting to like some stereotypical mm-hmm. mannerism like way. And same with Jersey. Jersey yeah. has like an attitude about it and yeah. like a culture about and it. culture about it. I feel it, like yeah. Ohio doesn't have that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough. I don't, really I, know. I don't know enough. I don't um, know. But it was cool. See a different side of America, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Cute. Um, What else? We went to a concert together. We did. We went to see Alan Stone. Anybody listen to Alan Stone out yeah, there? Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. We saw him in Brooklyn. We were turned all the way up. He was awesome. Yep. Um, I went to a lot of concerts and during the hiatus, actually. Yeah. Did Alan Stone. Any Tom Mish fans out there? Shout out to Tom Mish. I saw Young the Giant. I know who that Shout is. Shout out to any Young the Giant fans out there. Mm-hmm. I've been an OG Young the Giant fan back when oh. they used to be called the Jakes. Whoa! Yes. Whoa. I've never even heard of that. And I saw them. This Whoa. is my second time seeing them. So, um, yeah, November was like a very like live music-y month mm. for me. Mm. Um, what about you, Fran? So, uh, November I didn't do jack shit. <laughs> Okay, I sat the whole fuck down. I had surgery um, on some internal stuff, which is weird because you can, like, still walk around. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not like you're, like, your leg is broken and, like, people can see that something's wrong. Like, it was with my internal things were healing. Yeah. And so I had to learn to sit down this Mm -hmm. hiatus. And for real, take a break, break. And for real, it was really hard. Mm -hmm. I hated it after, like, three hours. What? Yeah, I it was hard. I relish in doing nothing. <laughs> I relish in sitting on that here couch right behind <laughs> and doing jack shit. I don't feel guilty when I don't do nothing. I'm yeah, fine. I don't hard know. For you. It gave me like PTSD. What? Because there was times that I've been without a job. Yeah. And so it gave me like, oh my god, it, oh. it gave me that feeling so not again. Productive. Yeah. 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 Oof. No. Yikes. 
But at the end of it, I learned how to relax. I learned about taking care of my body inside and out. Very important. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. And yeah, so Alan Stone saw um, Jose James as well. Okay. He's a jazz artist who did a dedication to Bill Withers that I loved. Oh. Obsessed with him. Fun. Yeah. It was your birthday. Yes. End of November. Yeah. How old are you now? I'm 29. Woo! So exciting. Out here. Out here. It was your birthday yesterday. Yep. <laughs> Sad <laughs> gang. Sad gang. Out here. Justine and I are both. Both had birthdays during the hiatus. Yep. Both now the ripe, beautiful age of 29. Last year of our 20s. Last year of our 20s. Turn up. Yep. Um, 30 is going to be huge. We're doing a joint birthday. Yep. We already decided. Uh-huh. We are going to... Going somewhere. Going to go somewhere. Yeah. We're going to document it. Oh. Fully on the... Because we didn't... I really wanted to do like an Instagram live on your birthday and mine for the podcast, and we didn't do none, yeah, none what? of it. Yeah, so. what? <laughs> <laughs> We're so bad at this, guys. So bad. 30th birthday, though, we will document it. We I might even have, have a full-on YouTube documentary. I was going to say, we're going to bring your GoPro. <laughs> yes. You know how I am with the angles. Yes. Yeah, all right. The whole Let's thing. Let's do it. So y'all won't miss our next birthday. Yeah. We'll bring it to you. Um, so yeah, I think those were the, the biggest highlights of what I would say so. We did. Welcome to the lunar moon. I think it's the lunar moon. Okay. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Somebody at my party the other day was talking about... Oh, yeah! Saturn the sun rising. Sa- Saturn rising. It's our Saturn rising year. It's our Saturn rising year. A lot is going to change. So a lot's supposed to happen at 29. Yes. Before 30, allegedly, supposedly. So <laughs> we'll we'll see. I'm One, I need a man. So that's yeah, the first me thing. me too. Hello. Two, I need some clarity on my career. What the fuck I'm doing. I was going to say, I need some money, girl. Yeah. And money, that too. <laughs> So I'm expecting a lot from this Saturn rising yeah, 29, whatever the hell, mm-hmm. year kind of thing. Mostly I just need a man, so. <laughs> um. okay, what we've been up to? Yeah, what we've been up to. Yeah. And now we're back. We're back. Full sprint. Full, what am I saying? Full swing. We've been talking for so long. <laughs> it's been a long night, guys. Um, we have a new podcast cover. Avatar. Avatar thing. Yep, it's really us, guys. It's us. This is wild. It is. Hope you guys like it. Mm-hmm. We moved away from our little cartoon um, image, which we still have in our merch. And yeah, it's still around. It's still around. But we did want to have a new like cover art for yeah. our podcast. Um, and also wanted to do a special shout out to all of our listeners, yeah. our followers on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. So weird to call people fans, but that's weird. The fans, I guess. We need to call you guys something. Something else. I don't yeah. know, but we just love you guys. Our community. Our community. Love we you. love, love, love you guys. You've given us so much support. Yeah. On the beginning of the podcast, um, even during this little hiatus, we've still been kind of like tweeting and doing yeah. stuff on Instagram, and y'all are still heavy interacting with oh us. Oh my god, it's wild. Natasha does these memes that go viral and crazy, like, right? Ridiculous. <laughs> I'd be doing these polls that you guys re- be getting passionate yes. about. <laughs> we had Blake vote. We had Peter in the comments. Yeah. Oh, that was very exciting. That was a very exciting moment. Yeah, so it's of... so, so much of that is due to you guys supporting us and just like creating a buzz. So yeah, thank you so much. I really like it. And also all the beautiful, nice comments of, oh we God. posted the picture of They're us. They're so nice. And anytime we post pictures of us, people love it. 
I know, I get very nervous. So we have to, yeah, I know, Justine's like hating like, all of this. Oh my god, I'm, I want to go into my turtleneck <laughs> I'm wearing right now, in a shell. It's also hard though, because neither one of us are like, self, we're not selfie girls. No, no, it's, and I love that community, I'm like sort of, yeah, like the beauty community of oh, like selfie community. girls, okay. yeah. yeah. Like, like of those first girls taking selfie, like my wing liner, like yeah. I love those girls, but... I'm just not one of them. Yeah, both of us are real terrible with the yeah. selfies and stuff. But anytime we post a photo, people love seeing it. And people love to give us so much positive thoughts. So yeah. we're going to try and do better this season yeah. and try to make it more personal mm-hmm. for you guys to get to know us and see us a little bit more. Um, but yeah, shout out to all you guys for all the consistent interaction and sending us tea and... Mm-hmm. Um, Still sending us emails and oh my gosh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Just, just love it. Mm-hmm. Just love it all. Um, so yeah, for this episode, we sat down with oh the one oh and God. only. This was such a great conversation, Ashley Spivey. <laughs> who you will learn a lot, a lot, a lot about in this upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who Ashley is, go look her up right now. Mm-hmm. She is super relevant in Bachelor World right now because yeah. she is the homegirl that broke the Garrett scandal, yep. the Lincoln scandal. Um, we've admired her from afar for a while because mm-hmm. she is someone who uses her Bachelor platform in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. She's also a white woman. <laughs> she's the first white woman we've had on our podcast. Yep. Um, but we appreciate her because she's somebody who uses her platform and not just her platform, her privilege. Yeah to speak on a lot of social justice issues and voting and like she was huge with the whole election getting the vote out for the election and um i don't know we just loved her so yeah she's awesome we yeah brought her in she -hmm. lives in new york she's our first person that we've interviewed in In person person. homegirl was here for about five six hours we would not let her leave she was super dope and we had a really, really good conversation with her. So good that we had to split the episode into two. Mm-hmm. Two parts. So what you guys will hear right now is our interview with Ashley Spivey. Mm-hmm. And next week will be the cast. Not next week. In two days. Yeah. In a few <laughs> days, it'll be the cast bios. Cast bios. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into Ashley Spivey, please remember, 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 please rate, review, subscribe. Yay. If you're new to the community, welcome. Hit the subscribe button. You will get notifications when we post new episodes. Yep. And also interact with us on all our social media. We're on Twitter, the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. And you can email us at the number two black girls, the number one Rose. That truck needs to shut the fuck up <laughs> at gmail.com. Welcome to Harlem. <laughs> And we're on Instagram. Yep. It is such a good time on Instagram. It is fun. And we just love it. So we're the number two black girls, the number one rose on Instagram. Um, tag us in your story. Share us with your yeah. friends. All that jazz. So, yeah, without further ado, let's get into this interview with Ashley Spivey. Recording! All right. Welcome to two black girls, one white woman, and a rose. <laughs> We're two black ass girls and a white woman we appreciate invade the whitest show on earth. The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. I'm Natasha. I'm Justine. 
And I'm Ashley. Yay! <laughs> We're so excited, you guys. We have Ashley Spivey in the room. She's actually in the room. She's here. I am. I'm the white girl who brought the white wine. <laughs> <laughs> and brownies. And yes, brownies. Yes. Oh my god, came with all the treats. So, for those of you who do not know, um, but you should know, Ashley Spivey, all the true Bachelor Nation fans know you very well. She is a contestant from back in 2011, season 11 of Brad Womack's first stint as The Bachelor. Second. That was his second stint? <laughs> that was his second oh, one? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I mean, it was so long ago. His <laughs> second stint as The Bachelor. Keep in mind, my, my dude is still single. Mm. Brad, okay. There's a reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, we'll dig into that. Uh-huh. Um, but she has since become a bit of a, like, bachelor investigative journalist, as she's being called. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was extremely critical as the person who broke the Garrett Kushner scandal from last season. <laughs> as well as the Lincoln being a full-on sexual offender <laughs> scandal of, like, all the scandals from Beckless season. This is the woman who broke those stories. She is a harsh critic of the show. But you also seem to have, like, a love-hate relationship like we do. Yeah, it's yes. hard. I mean, I, I feel like if you love something, you also can criticize it, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Um, True. Yeah. And you don't shy away from it. I, I like that. You I'm don't just trying shy to make it better. It. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> Speak your truth. Be critical. Um, you're definitely not afraid of being critical and conflict and speaking your mind. That's how my mom raised me. Good. Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. you Gotten to some things online with some some, <laughs> some people. folk, famously Ben Higgins, whack ass Luke Pell, oh god, among others. Weren't you blocked by Luke Pell? Oh, I mean, who hasn't blocked me at this point? <laughs> Gold. Yeah. Well, well, Ashley. She is also near and dear to our hearts because she is, as I said in the intro, a white woman we appreciate because she is a social justice warrior out we here. Do using her privilege and just speaking truth on so many important things. I think for the entire month of September and October, your Twitter and your Instagram were like get out the vote campaigns. I mean, I I set a goal to just at least get to like a hundred people, you mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. I felt like if I could get a hundred people to vote, I mm-hmm. felt great about that. Yeah. And, uh, the response that I got was wonderful. Like, yeah. I, I was just like, tears the whole election day just like all the stories i got so that's awesome no you're someone with a a huge platform who's using your platform in the way that people should be using their platform Mm -hmm. promoting positivity promoting just like social action and not being very apathetic which i think is kind of like the world we live in now Mm -hmm. um and so we appreciate you and we're so excited to have you on the podcast (laughs) so excited to have you i'm blushing Turn right. Yeah, she's our first person um, that we're interviewing in person. We've interviewed yeah. other people on the podcast, but never in person. She's a local New York City girl like we are. Mm-hmm. And she's our first white woman. Yep. I'm so honored. Yes, <laughs> you should be. No. First white girl that we appreciate and we, you know, we're in the same kind of space in terms of yeah. the ways we think are very mm-hmm. similar. So we definitely wanted to bring you on and... Before we give dig into the cast bios, which we're going to get to, we do want to dig into your life okay. and <laughs> pick your brains about a lot of stuff. I'm an open book. I'll tell you anything. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so just for starters, where are you from? 
I am from a very small town in North Carolina called Ellerby. It's about 900 people. There are more wow. cows than people. Wow. One of those places. Yeah, one of those places. Mm-hmm. So when you go to the town, it says population 900? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think that happened on Tia's season, too. And I yeah. spit out my wine. I was like, 900 people? What? Yeah. Oh my, I, my dad thought it would be like a great place to raise kids. I don't know why. Um, yeah. I could see that, in theory. Yeah, in theory. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, I think it just taught me kind of, um, it taught me manners, but it also mm-hmm. taught me what to stand up to in life. Um, mm-hmm. My parents were always very politically active. Um, I feel like they stopped like a radioactive power plant from coming into our community. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> they were kind of, I guess, like, who really wow. taught me to stand up to things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my dad worked on some campaigns for local politicians. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in high school, he really did not want our mayor elected, so he worked to have him unseated, and it was my boyfriend at the time's grandfather, oh. so that was, like, super <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been in New York City? I've been here for 10 years, so I think I'm a real oh, New Yorker wow. now. Yeah. 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 They said yeah. by year seven or something is when you feel like you are at home and mm-hmm. like you really live here. Mm. So yeah, you're definitely a New Yorker. For sure. That's I've nice. driven in New York. Like, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Do you shove people on the subway? Uh, you know, my, my, I feel like my southerness, I can never yeah. like get used to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... I mean, I'm not beyond it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I'm still the person who, like, stares at the person if they're not getting up for the pregnant lady. Oh. You know, that's more, like, what I try to do. Like, sir, there's mm-hmm. no reason for you to sit there. Get up. Get yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the worst. Yeah. Um, and what do, what's, like, your day job, do you consider it? Uh, well, now I, I feel like I have a couple. Um, mm-hmm. I am a nanny for Burley. Yeah, so he is my heart and soul. I always tell his parents... We will take him if they don't want him anymore. <laughs> my husband, I love him so much. Uh, I also am the digital community director for my friend who owns a silk pillowcase company. Okay. Um, so black girls love silk pillowcases. No, What's I'm it? saying yes. we yeah. should get y'all some. You will love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the name of it? Shout it out. It's uh, yeah. Discover Night. Discover Night. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so tell us about it, sorry. Oh, uh, no. So it's uh, these... Silk pillowcases, it's also memory foam, but it's not memory foam that people are used to that's, like, heavy and not Mm -hmm, airy. This is very uh, light and airy, but it supports your neck very well. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have two different sides of the pillow. One is for, like, a side sleeper and a back sleeper, and the other is for a stomach sleeper. And I'm telling you, like, I only wash my hair once a week, and it still looks like I had a blowout. Like, Um, it keeps your hair looking amazing. It keeps your skin looking amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're spending $200 on your face creams, Mm -hmm. this doesn't absorb the face cream, so it keeps it on your face. Mm -hmm. And then the pillow is black, so it absorbs light instead of reflecting it, which Mm -hmm. is what you want to happen. Because when you're sleeping on a white pillow, it's reflecting light into your eyes. Like, most people don't realize that. Mm. But so if it's absorbing this light, it's causing your brain to produce more melatonin, which Mm -hmm. helps keep you asleep. Wow. Yeah. This pillow does it all. Yeah. Protects my edges. I feel like I just read an ad for them. (laughs) I mean, you sold me. Yeah. Yeah, and then I do uh, the He Said, She Said podcast with Reality Steve. Wow. Nice. Yeah. You are a true New York hustler. Yeah. (laughs) If you live in New York, you have to have at least two jobs. At least. No, yeah. For sure. Make it. Good. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So take us back to 2011. Okay. When you first entered this Bachelor world, um, and you applied to be on The Bachelor, Brad Womack, who, like, who was he? Like, did you know him? What made you go on the show? Like, um, so my story of going on The Bachelor is that I moved up here with a guy, and mm. that guy proceeded to cheat on me with a bunch of people. Uh, two weeks after my dad died, I actually caught him in bed with another girl <gasps> in our apartment. What? No. Yes. And this guy really wanted to quit his job in finance to, like, go on TV. So (laughs) I was basically like, I'm going to beat him to TV. So I tried out for The Bachelor. And I'm not kidding. Like, when I sent in my application, they called me, like, 30 minutes later. Because I bet they were just like, this girl is so fucked up. Like, her dad just died. She has, like, a cheating boyfriend. Like, she wants to get him back. Like... So, uh, yeah, they kind of, like, fast-tracked my application. I feel like I really did not go through all the steps that people usually go through. Like, I would not send things in on time, and they would call me and be like, hey, you didn't submit this. Like, Oh, they wanted you. Yeah, yeah. you've got to do wow. this. So then I was like, well, I have to do it now because it mm-hmm. seems like they're, like, wanting to put me on, so maybe mm-hmm. I could win or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking long-term. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually thought it was going to be um, – Chris Lambden from Ali Fedotowski season okay. because he seemed like he was going to be the front runner for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made it. I had to quit my job at the time because I was actually nannying for a senator. What? And they were like, hey. Yeah, no. Yeah, we can't have a nanny that goes on The Bachelor. Um, so they kind of let me go about two weeks before I ended up going on. Okay. Um, and then... As I'm on the plane going to L.A., my friend texts me, and she's like, the, the Bachelor is Brad Womack. And I had no idea who that was. Really? I was like, is this a country singer? What? I don't... <laughs> I have no idea. Uh-huh. Um, but in reality, that helped me because um, I didn't know that he hadn't chose someone in his previous season. Mm-hmm. So on the first night... I kind of saw everyone being very upset that it was him and being scared that they maybe he was going to pull the same kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, I'm going to play this like, hey, I don't know who you are. I'll give you a chance. Yeah, yeah. And it worked out because I got the first impression rose. Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, that was... That. Yeah. So, haha. Yeah. Guys, you're hot in bed. <laughs> right. What are you doing now? Still trying to get on reality TV. Right. Exactly. Still yeah. on reality TV. Oh my god. So this was back before people knew who the Bachelor Bachelor was going to be. Like you were getting out the limo and right. seeing the person for the first first time. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's Sounds crazy. Like another world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- kind of think it's better that way. Yeah, yeah. So, um, or maybe now, in terms of um, how a lot of people go on the show, mainly for like shilling or wanting to become influencers, mm-hmm. they have to make sure that the person really wants the other person to keep yeah. them on there for That's longer. True. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. The strategy behind it, and they could do yeah. more hype. Yeah, for they sure. Do more hype with telling us. Who mm-hmm. So you didn't know who Brad was. Did not. Got the first impression rose. Did. Did not know that. So tell me about, like, how was your overall experience? Did you like the way that you, when you watched it back, how you were portrayed? And 
I'd say that uh, I felt like I had a really positive experience on the show. I loved all the girls there. I really felt like there was not a lot of drama. Um, the only thing I'd say is that I knew pretty quickly that I was not into him. Um, but then, basically, like, the producers could sense that. Like, mm. there's this, like, thing I've talked about on other podcasts before where uh, we had this jacuzzi scene where Brad wouldn't take off his sweatshirt. And that, like, really upset me. What? I don't know why. Like, I was drunk, of course. But I was just like, <laughs> why won't he take off his sweatshirt? No, it's, like, that's... really hot in the hot tub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, he was in the water in his sweatshirt? Yeah. Well, it, not his, like, upper his body, but okay. his, like... Lower half. Yeah, his Still. lower extremities. So you guys are all in bikinis, I'm assuming. We're all in bikinis, and it was... I don't know why he was being so awkward this night, but the producers were, like, visibly frustrated with yeah. how he was being. Mm. So they played music, which they never do, because it oh. really messes with the audio. Mm-hmm. And they started giving everyone tequila shots, which wow. that's not... I mean, you can drink, but, like, the shots come out when, like, things are awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's get this. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That yeah, because the optics night. are yeah. not good. A man in a sweatshirt and then girls in bikinis in the water? That looks weird. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was very awkward. So, mm-hmm. um, that night, I think I, like, didn't shut up about it. I was just like, I don't want to marry a guy who... <laughs> sweatshirt and so I think they were like yeah we gotta get her off soon um so we like went to Vegas and um we had this really awesome kind of I guess like group experience where I was going crazy in the room I had never been to Vegas before and I was like hey can we go get tattoos like will you let us out of the room if we get tattoos and mm. they were like well will you get brad on your wherever and i was like no brad absolutely not <laughs> yeah i was like but we'll get roses that's okay. fine oh, like yeah. i'll do a rose mm-hmm. which now is like so basic like i can't even believe <laughs> i even wanted to do that but so they took us to um king inc which is actually a legit mm-hmm. place in mm-hmm. um, las vegas to get tattoos like, five of us got the tattoos. It ends up becoming a club because um, we missed our window to make it back to the place. Um, so we stayed there, partied. They gave us in and out And then the next day, we all got our date cards. And, like, all of us pretty much got eliminated. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Like, our three other friends just got eliminated at the rose ceremony, and then my best friend, who was also named Ashley on the show, they put us on a two-on-one, and we were doing this, like, Cirque du Soleil thing, and she's a professional dancer, and the thing we were having, and I'm a horrible dancer, so we were having to do, like, a dance at the beginning of it, and I was so bad at it, and I was like, okay, so she's definitely going to win this, Mm -hmm. but the producer's were like, no, no, like, it could be you two, whatever, and um, at the dinner portion, they give me a tequila shot. And what happens if you won that date is they were going to put us in the Cirque du, Soleil, ooh, Cirque du Soleil show where they raise you 50 feet above the stage. Ooh. And I was like, there's no way I won because you wouldn't give me a tequila shot and then hoist me yeah. 50 feet in there. So I was like, all right, I know I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> so when I get kicked off, you see that I'm really angry just because I just mm-hmm. didn't like the way that it all went. went. Yeah. But then they drove me around for three hours until <laughs> I cried. And I had, like, the longest crying scene up until recently. I forget, like, who has the the longest one now. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> what? Yeah. And then so people were like, oh, she's so sad and all this stuff. And I didn't love that. Mm. So uh, after the show, I started a blog mm-hmm. where I kind of wanted to show people more of my personality. And one of those things was actually recapping The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And I started it for my best friend, Ashley, who became Bachelorette her season. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to show kind of like behind the scenes things people didn't get to see. Right. Kind of like pull back the curtain on what was yeah. going on yeah. on The Bachelor. Yeah, driving around for three hours to yeah. you cry. <laughs> like, we don't know that. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. It's, it's kind of like unreal in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wild. Oof. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you said, since your season, you've always been, like, engaged with Bachelor Nation. So, when did Reddit come in? Oh, uh, I'd say that came in in, like, the past year, maybe two years. I saw that they did an AMA with, um, oh, God. What's AMA? Yeah. We're like so... I was like, American <laughs> Music Awards? <laughs> no idea. Like, what? <laughs> we understand that Bachelor Nation is huge on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still trying to like understand how it works. And so yeah. talk to us. So an AMA is basically where a, con- a contestant will go on and then Reddit users can ask them questions in real time. Okay. Oh, like a live chat. Yeah, it's like thing. a live Obama interview. Did one or something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I'm forgetting who... Do y'all watch Bachelor in Paradise? Mm-hmm. Who was it that Dean was cheating or like liked with Christine? Oh, Danielle. Danielle. L. Okay. Yeah. So she did an AMA and then she talked about it on Twitter. And uh-huh. I was like, ooh, I'm going to go check that out. Like I didn't even know this was going on. Yeah. Um, and then so I saw what was going on and then I was like, wait, I'm going to see if they've ever said anything about me. And mm-hmm. then... I found that they had said a lot of positive things about me. And then so I wanted to participate there just as someone who I feel like has been away from the show enough where I can kind of just be one of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But then maybe like help them reach out to other contestants if they want to do AMAs. Or things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So they made me an honorary moderator. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any moderator duties. There was nothing I could really do. (laughs) Um, It was just an honorary title. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. That's what kind of started with that whole thing. But then that led to the Garrett thing. Yep. Right. (laughs) So is that where you first posted the Garrett stuff? Was on Reddit? No. So what happened was, I don't even know if someone from Reddit had reached out to Reality Steve or other people or what, but they reached out to me through Instagram DM or maybe it was Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they sent me screenshots of all of his likes. Oh, and that was from Reddit. Yes. That person was from Reddit. Yes. Okay. They didn't okay. use their same um, name that they used on Reddit. They mm-hmm. kind of created like a throwaway account mm-hmm. um, to do that. But when they sent it to me, I was just kind of like, okay, what do I do with this? I'm going to check it out before I kind of go anywhere with it. Mm -hmm. So I went through to make sure that he had, in fact, liked these things. Mm -hmm. And there were way more than what we posted. There Mm. were hundreds of them, which is why I kind of, I felt like, I didn't want to just sit there and post every single one of them, but mm-hmm. when people kind of just, like, made it into this mindless liking, I kind of wanted to just be like, you know what, mm-hmm. it's just, it's really not. Um, 
And I, I felt like at the time, too, I was very excited about Becca being the Bachelorette because I felt like she was super feminist and she mm-hmm. was going to, you know, she was one of the more progressive um, Bachelorettes in, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I knew Rachel was that way, too, but I, I almost felt like she couldn't do mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had to like, protect herself a exactly, little more. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I mean, she's wonderful mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. everything she posts and stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of Becca, I was just like, wow, I wonder if she knows this stuff. Like, right. that sucks. And I always felt like I had to protect her in a way. Mm-hmm. But also, I felt like it was important because the day I found out is also the day it came out that he won. Mm. <laughs> so then I was like... <laughs> Now you mean he's, like the so the day the scandal broke is when also the like TMZ, reality Steve yeah. and TMZ found oh. out who the winner was. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> so I was also thinking a lot of contestants now make so much money from their audiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that people should know who they're supporting. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like putting your <laughs> putting your wallet to use in terms of like you should only support people who you feel like y'all's values kind of align. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so if you don't agree with homophobic things or if you don't agree with transphobic things, mm-hmm. like this is not someone you should support because mm-hmm. obviously he thinks they're funny or yeah, you know, or, yeah. yeah. I think that's a great justification. <laughs> yeah, for putting it out there because yeah, yep. they're asking for. I mean, when they're doing sponsored content and things yeah. like that, you're asking for your audience to support you and right. support the things that you stand by. Right. So we deserve the full story of, like, who you are as a person. I agree. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you know, now I, I see that they're happy together and mm-hmm. I wish them all the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I thought it was important. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't take it back. <laughs> no. Um, no. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that wish them well yeah obviously yeah. Like, right it's working out for them mm-hmm. and whatever works yeah i hope she's a good influence on them i hope so too. yeah <laughs> i sure do <laughs> that's so interesting though because yeah we i mean we didn't give garrett no no slack at all yeah. no slack None. at all but yeah it's like we need to know i would feel so stupid if i watched the whole season yes. i'm like oh my god garrett's the greatest and then at the end i find out this foolishness. right like, yeah. <laughs> yes we deserved yeah. to have known and yeah. you know, let that kind of shape in our mind who this guy is as a character and then how we perceive him watching it yeah well and this isn't the first time i did something like this like during rachel's season mm-hmm. every time lee was on the screen <laughs> i was like the racist because <laughs> i had seen his tweets mm-hmm. and yeah. i didn't want people to forget that and i'm mm-hmm. still pissed at abc mm-hmm. about that yeah. yes yeah i there is nothing worse mm-hmm. like yeah. i i put lee and Lincoln, like, yeah. on my two, like, yeah. biggest, like, mistakes yeah. they've Huge. ever made in yeah. casting on the show. Like, I don't even put Garrett there. I put Lee yeah, and Lincoln. Like, yeah. Those are the worst. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So, okay. Lee came out in an interview and said that he was sought after by scouts or whatever through Facebook. Isn't that right? Yeah. 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 He did. Which is where a lot of those statuses and things came up. Mm -hmm. So was it a mistake that he was cast or did they know all along? 
for That's always been my thing. I, I never forget that interview that he did. He said he was he was sent a message by a mm-hmm. scout or somebody via Facebook who reached out to him, encouraged him to apply to the show, which is the same platform where we found so many of these problematic things. You know, it's hard because I want to believe that they would not do that. Right. Um, the person who I really respect in the franchise is uh, Millsy, Robert Mills. Mm-hmm. He follows us. Oh, yeah, he yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. And when he found out about the Garrett stuff, he was like, I never would have casted him if mm-hmm. I knew about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I hope that... But, you know, I they have missed so many things mm-hmm. in terms of social media <laughs> that, like, it's so possible that they did not know it. Mm. But, like, at the same time, like, what was so great about him? Like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He was, like, a country singer. He was a country singer. He was, like, mad short compared to all the <laughs> He no, was tiny. Yeah, he, he did not was. fit the mold of, like, the Bachelor contestants that are, or Bachelor contestants that are cast. Yeah. But he had this interesting caveat about it. But, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You never know. No, well, yeah, we guess we'll just... I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't. Wow. Oof. <laughs> and I, I feel like a lot of times what happens, too, is there will be contestants who they are, like, I really want this person, and then it changes whoever they're going to pick as the bachelorette or the bachelor. Mm. And sometimes those people are just... Like, the contestants will change who they want the bachelor to be? Oh, no, no, no. They're just like, I really want this contestant on, Uh but then whoever that contestant wanted as the bachelor is no longer going to be that person. Right. And then they're just still kind of stuck there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That Lauren G. told us that she tried out for Nick's season and then ended up on Ari's season. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ari was supposed to be Peter. Right. Mm -hmm. So everyone on Ari's season thought it was going to be Peter. (laughs) Right. Right. And yeah, kind of got stuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they do like file people away and save them and whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which I mean, looking back now, like I really wanted Ari to be the Bachelor when Sean Lowe was the Bachelor. Yeah, a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, yeah, that was his time. Yeah, yeah. no, that was, that was his time. <laughs> and then I actually met Sean Lowe at this charity event and I sent a producer like a message I was like listen if you don't choose Sean you're crazy oh, oh wow because he was, he a was so nice yeah mm. one yeah. of our faves yeah definitely oh. show. um alright so more into this kind of scandalous world of The Bachelor okay. <laughs> The Bachelor is very famously like apolitical mm-hmm. they stay neutral um yet at the same time you have people like Mike Fleiss or like Elon Gale who are like producers of the show that on their own, like, personal Twitters, they're very, like, political and things like that. Right. Why do you think they play it so safe? Like, why do they stay so neutral? Is it because of the audience that they're catering to? I think because their audience is not. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I mean, that's really the only yeah. thing I have yeah. to say about it, is that they know who is watching the show and they know where they're making all of their money mm-hmm. and they can't alienate the audience, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that there was a way to do both. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Where you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like what they're doing now is they're almost alienating any like progressive or like mm-hmm. watchers. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like, too, that that just puts, like, a bigger pressure on us to kind of keep the show in check. And mm-hmm. when they are doing things wrong, to 
say things mm. because the more exposure to or the more exposure that we can show those contestants who, or even the viewers who don't watch or listen to things like this, and we can say, listen, this isn't right, and this is why it isn't right, then hopefully we're changing some minds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, I don't know how long they can keep it up this way because it's, it's 2018. We're living in a very highly charged America right now. Mm-hmm. Um, social media, like, the scandals breaking, like, everything is so in your face that they look crazy. The one that they're saying, like, woohoo! And, right. like, so rosy. Nothing <laughs> happens in the world. Like, Yeah, I don't know if y'all have listened to what Chris Harrison and, like, some other people have been hinting at, mm. but supposedly Colton has a story about why he is a virgin. I've heard this. And they're not saying what it is, oh, but... Wait. Ooh, the way mean? they keep mm. on hinting at it, it almost makes me think there's some, like sexual nature to it or something like that yeah where something has happened to him yeah i don't know like i i almost Mm. wish that they weren't hinting at it because Mm. if that is the story that's a little messed up yeah (laughs) Yeah. like why are we dramatizing them yeah i don't know we'll see yeah we'll see how they handle it yeah That's I'm always, like, I'm so on the edge of, like, how they're going to handle certain things. Right. Yeah. Like, how well, they handle the Garrett thing, how they handle Lincoln. It's, like... Or we're... the Corinne and DeMario thing, and DeMar- which Ooh. still pisses oh, me off. That whole consent discussion was yeah. such a missed opportunity, I felt like, where mm. they could have had a great discussion with an audience of women and mm-hmm. hopefully the men that are watching with women mm-hmm. yeah. to be like, listen, this is what consent is, and they just... They drop the ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. why are you just gonna ask the contestants? Like, let's let's have like a therapist on there mm-hmm. or someone yeah. that can actually say what consent is. Mm-hmm. So, what you're referring to, just to like, okay, is when. <laughs> so after the whole Demario Corinne like sexual allegation scandal happened, when I mean, they brought the contestants back, they all right. sat them down, and then Chris Harrison gave like a speech about like the whole scandal, and then had this very brief conversation about consent. And then, what did he do? He had each of the contestants go around and say, like, yes, I consent to <laughs> Or, like, what they think consent is. Or what they think consent is. Yeah, or if they think anything wrong. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, Therapy 
is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. Wrong happened. Yeah. With no educated moderator? None. Not a single one. I mean, they had Chris Chris Harrison, but like, what? (laughs) What? No. He has no qualifications to do such a thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Hmm. Yeah. I was like screaming at my TV. (laughs) I was so angry. Yeah. But. They got a, They have a couple of consultants they need to hire. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just freelancers. <laughs> just just freelance. uh, like part time, right? Yeah. Like, freelance uh, consultants and facilitators to kind of do things a little right. Oh my <laughs> god! So yeah. just going back to Garrett for a quick second. Okay. Did you know Becca personally when you broke this story about Garrett? I did not know her personally, as in, mm-hmm. like, I've never met her. Right. But we had exchanged a couple of, like, political messages through DM on oh. Instagram. Yeah. Hmm. For one, I think we even were talking about how, like, Trump supporters can never spell. Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> or something. Ooh, I was about to say something yeah. terrible. Lord, stop me. <laughs> um, yeah, or even I feel like she might have posted something about Obama, and I was just like, oh, my God, I miss him. And she was yeah. like, me too, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know her, but I felt like maybe we yeah. have the same political Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, that, yeah. that makes sense, because I know you said that, um, like, he had a hateful view. It wasn't, like, Republican, conservative, no. liberal. It was hateful. Yeah. And how Becca shouldn't stand for that and, like, shouldn't be with somebody who feels that way. And I was like, oh, I wonder if she knows her. But that makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. I wasn't just, like, coming out of nowhere with that. Like, yeah. I, I, right. That's why I almost felt like I had to say something. Mm-hmm. And then on um, a New York Times article that I read that covered this Garrett story, um, a lot of the comments, I don't know if you're, well, you're in Reddit, so the comments, that is the comments. Yeah. Dot com. yeah. Um, but a lot of them are reflective of our haters that we get mm-hmm. that I low-key love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that are like, you guys, it's just a show. I don't know why you're being so serious about it. It's just a TV show. Da, 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 da. Um, and what do you say back to those people, if not just block them? 
Uh, I mean, I, I love blocking and muting people. <laughs> I mean, I used to just mute because I thought it was funny yeah. if they were just, like, screaming t- into the void. But now, yeah. like, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just blocking them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I want them to see that, like, right. I don't want to see what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if you don't stand up and say something, even if when you think it's, like, a mindless like, that you're kind of complicit in letting things like this go on yep. at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. I think even in terms of her, I wish she would have said more to be, like, these views are not okay. Mm. Yeah. And I felt like we'd never really heard never that. Happened. No. Yep. Um, yep. And that's all I wanted to say. And I think you can say that without demeaning your fiance mm-hmm. in a way where you could just be like, listen, I don't believe those views and hopefully he doesn't either, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, but it, there wasn't really ever that. It was like, just have an open mind. And I feel like we are the open minded ones. That's the whole point. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that perspective, how do you think that Becca and Garrett now, I want to say coexist, but now that they're <laughs> They weren't together. together. They weren't together on election day. I mean, I'm just going to point mean... that out. <laughs> she also had to, like, shut off her comments. Oh, like, yeah. Ever. Yeah, she turned me oh, off. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. But... Yeah. I don't know how you fall in love with somebody. And Natasha has asked this question numerous times. This has been my question of the season. Yeah. How did Becca fall for Garrett? Someone who seemed to be so liberal-minded and anti-Trump, pro-Hillary, and really vocal about it. Yeah. And then a lot of that vocalness kind of ended <laughs> and became more vocal in support of her husband or her fiancé and whatnot. Do you have experience with people from political, like, opposing political views who've gone, like, fell in love? And, like, how does that manifest itself? I mean, you know, a lot of my family actually is very Republican Mm -hmm. and very conservative. And that's why I almost felt like I could make that stance where I was like, listen, this isn't Republican and this isn't conservative. Because my family is Republican and conservative. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they don't have those hateful views. Mm -hmm. And while he didn't tweet something or he didn't put that in an Instagram, you know, comment, Mm -hmm. uh, liking that much stuff or even thinking that is funny. It's condoning it. You know, like it means you agree with it. Like that's why you like something. Mm -hmm. If you agree with it, like you're not out there just hitting the heart on things you don't like. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, my only guess is that maybe he's not political. And he's more apathetic, mm-hmm. and he's just been raised in maybe a more closed-minded community mm-hmm. where they don't know about, you know, those People types. different from men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's me, like, really trying to look for the <laughs> best in the situation. <laughs> yeah, I, like, dug deep into my Mary Poppins bag for that one. <laughs> Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lincoln. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good old Lincoln. So, mm-hmm. word on the street is you and your sister in law did some for real investigative journalism. Your sister in law was at the courthouse. Photo, like, tell us what was going yeah. on. I felt like I was in that movie Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie. Yeah, really good. Um, No, so what happened was someone sent an email to Reality Steve. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like, I don't really know what to do with this. I don't know who it could be or, like, what the next steps are. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I was like, I want to look into this because what if this is real? Like, yeah. what if this is something bad? Because the, the person didn't say anything. It was basically like, you should look into a contestant who was at the South Boston courthouse. That's all they said. So vague. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, well, it has to be Lincoln. He's the only one from Boston. Oh, Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I call the South Boston courthouse clerk. They won't give me <laughs> any. Inf- yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do you have any information on Lincoln Aiden? Mm-hmm. They were like, we can't get that over the phone, and we actually can't get it online, but you can come in to uh, the courthouse. So I was like, what? I mean, that's, like, so far yeah, away. I mean, yeah. I, maybe I could get there today, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I sent, uh, or I called her back, and I was like, listen, I can't come in today, but, like, what could my next steps be? Mm-hmm. And she said, you can get in touch with the press office for the courthouse. So I called them. They didn't answer. I sent an email. And he got back to me by the end of the day. And he was like, someone by the name of Lincoln Adam did come into court or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is there anything else you can tell me about him? I'm with Reality Steve and, like, some mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he got back to me. I was like, yeah, basically he, you know, assaulted someone on a cruise ship. Um, and, like, the police were waiting for him. Ooh. <laughs> the time he got off this cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you had your, your sister-in-law with oh, yeah. and kind of like... So, after that, I was like, no one is just going to believe me saying this. Right. So I yeah. need actual documentation. This is huge. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's a little complicated when you get into getting the actual proof because it's a sexual assault case. They um, leave out everything that has to do with the victim. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there were limited materials that we could actually get okay. from the case. But I was just like, get anything. Right. Like, yeah. if it says his name and it says the charges, yeah. get yeah. that. Um, so once we got all that, then I kind of felt like we could go somewhere mm-hmm. and start reporting it. Wow. And how long did that take you? Uh, a day and a half. Wow. Wow. 36 hours. <laughs> Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelor producers, 36 hours. Yeah. It took this woman and a cell phone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And I mean... It is kind of like a, a lucky thing just because someone did send Tips reality you. Steve yeah. that message. Mm-hmm. And then I just am interested in stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. I wouldn't let it go. And, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they that same person sent ABC anything. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like M- Millsy or um, mm-hmm. people at ABC were upset with me that I didn't go to them with mm-hmm. that first. Mm-hmm. But my worry is always that things like this are just going to get swept under the rug. And yeah. I feel like it's a big enough issue that I can't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and hopefully exposing it makes sure that something like this never happens again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just, I can't believe that they missed it. Yeah. yeah. And they're still staying by that, that they just... It somehow it's fell through They the said they missed it. Yeah. I don't... Oh, my God. Yeah. That is wild to me. I still, mm-hmm. like... When you think about... Like, he was a convicted right. sexual offender. Right. How did that go missing? And he's going on a show about, like, finding love with a woman. Like, it's right. so yeah. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And it happened in 2016. It's not like it, like... Right. I, Just you happened. know? Yeah. <laughs> so... In this, like, online dating world, do you recommend that girls call their local courthouse and ask for their names 
of the people who they are going on dates with? There are sites you can use uh-huh. where you pay like $10 mm-hmm. and you can get basically where it'll show that they have certain civil or criminal charges in a county. And if you choose to, you mm-hmm. can pay like $20 to get a runner to go to the courthouse and look up what it is. What? Pay for those things. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's so interesting. <laughs> I need yeah. to look into this because you know that yeah. when I like to date, yeah. you know, they might yeah. have gone to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I would say go through their Twitter back to when yeah. they started oh, yeah. it and look yep. and see what they're saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm good for that. Like, I'm heavy into <laughs> online dating. Yeah. Before I go out on any date with anyone, I I go into the first date. He doesn't even know how much I know about his life. <laughs> Because I've dug through every social media account. Because, yeah, I'm trying to find out who am I about to see. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Right. I don't do criminal background checks, but I, I do search their Twitter. I want to see what they're tweeting about and think, yeah. like, who do they follow? I look at all of the... <laughs> you have to. <laughs> who they follow is very important. Oh, that is. It tells you more yeah. than yep. anything. Yep. Yeah. It really does. It truly does. Oh. Yeah. Gotta be safe out there, women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lincoln was going on a national show and fell through the cracks. No one knew right. what right. was happening. Well, and I'm almost surprised, like... Becca gave a comment to a question once where she was like, he was nothing but nice to me. And I was like, that is the wrong answer. Like, you should be like, I'm so mad that producers let him be in a room alone with With me. me. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Like, or she could have, like, made out with him or something. Yeah. Right. I don't. Yeah. That's more the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And he was, like, trying to be Stand up for victims in that situation. Like, no. Yeah. Oh not the time to, to oh. say he was no. nice and Makes whatnot. Me oh Jesus! <laughs> Mess, yeah, messy, messy right season. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Take a big gulp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so on to Ben Higgins. Okay. <laughs> our last so, scandal. Our, yeah, this is our last. <laughs> You've been a busy woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> out here, 2018. <laughs> um, so the background story for everybody who doesn't know. Um, Ben Higgins tweeted, um, I can't quote it exactly. It's, oh, you know what? I can. Here it is. <laughs> we all believe a bunch of different things, comma, and we all have our incredibly valid reasons for that. But no matter what you believe, can we all agree that light conquers darkness? Darkness, hate, bigotry, injustice, inequality, etc. will never conquer light. Like my tiny vital in or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so precious, Ben. Uh, yeah, that's so cute to think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ashley responded saying, this sounds like it is coming from a white male's privilege. Fight the darkness before you lecture everyone on what to do. You have a big platform, but you speak in platitudes. Mm. Which is, I think that was back when it was only 180 characters. I think it was... Yeah. That was really that was good wrapped up in a bow. Um and things got a little bit like heavy on Twitter. Then you guys talked on the phone and then you went on his podcast with Ashley I. Yeah. Uh I feel like it's important to note that like so this was coming off a very dark week. It was coming Mm -hmm. off of like um Dr. Blasey Ford's testimony. It was coming off Kavanaugh being confirmed uh for the Supreme Court. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that week had been particularly hard for me just because I'm a survivor. I went through something very similar to that whole situation in college. Mm. 
Um, so I, I think I was like in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. And I saw Ben's tweet. And Ben, at that point, had been someone who had kind of disappointed me in a way. Like, I just feel like he's someone who has such a large following. He's a smart guy. He seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's beloved. Yeah, he's yeah. beloved. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's just not standing up for the right things. Like, mm-hmm. just playing it too safe. Mm-hmm. And I think I had just been, like, frustrated after this, like, year with Bachelor Nation. Like, yeah. everything. Like, yeah. we just need a man in Bachelor Nation to stand up for some shit. And I yeah. think I had just had it. I don't... <laughs> People were like, is she drunk? I was not drunk. I was like... I was with my family at, like, a wedding weekend. I was, like, fully, like, right sober mind. and fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just kind of, like, had her. And Ben mm-hmm. was the unlucky recipient of my, like, wrath, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, like... I feel like what I was saying to Ben, like, I didn't, like, take his tweet and quote it. I wasn't trying to, like, Mm -hmm. own him. Mm -hmm. I just put it as a reply underneath it, Mm -hmm. um, hoping that he would respond back, which he did. Mm -hmm. But then he, like, quote tweeted me. Mm. And then I was like, oh, no. It's on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, like... This is, like, bringing in some other stuff, but, like, I've gotten um, kind of in fights with, like, the Morning Toast group people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I could tell that's who was, like, coming after me after that because, like, they use a lot of the same language. And then I just started getting upset because I was just, like, you know what? I wasn't really trying to, like, have this, like, big argument. Um, I just wanted to point out to Ben that not everyone can come out of this week with, like, a positive attitude Mm -hmm. or be optimistic. And for you to even, like, try to talk to us like that, Mm -hmm. like, you're not our dad. (laughs) Save the speech. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I kind of just, like, I feel like went off the deep end a little bit, and I'm, I'm not proud for things I said to, like, some other people and... I ended up, like, um, deleting all that stuff just because I was, like, I really had, like, lost it at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, listen, I can admit to that. I Mm -hmm. think that when you get that emotional about something that has happened to you and Mm -hmm. when, like, people don't understand everything that you've been through, but they have these very strong Mm -hmm. opinions about Kavanaugh and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. they don't try to see where you're coming from, Mm -hmm. it's frustrating Mm-hmm. When you just want to be like, listen, like, at least just listen to what happened to right. me without mm-hmm. thinking, like, why would I lie about this? Right. Or why would she lie about this? Right. Like, this is something very painful to mm-hmm. even bring up to anyone. Right. Um, so I reached out to Ben and I was like, listen, why don't we have a talk about what happened? And then he revealed to me that someone very important in his life had been through something similar, and I mm-hmm. kind of told my side of the story. Mm-hmm. And he was just so upset because he was like, I don't want to be grouped in with people who support Kavanaugh, and I don't want to be, sub- like, grouped in with people who support Trump. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, I didn't know that because yeah. what you tweet, yeah. like... Who would right. know? Yeah, How exactly. Know? And I was like, you know, I, I think there's a way to... Be on Twitter and you don't have to be like, fuck Trump. But you can <laughs> you can stand up to him. Or you yeah. can you can um, tell people to vote. Like, yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. crazy. That's not partisan. Right. It's just 
using your platform to inspire activism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I felt like we had a good talk. Uh, mm-hmm. When he had me on, I was a little scared because I had known uh, his producer, Amy, had said some not great things. I mean, everyone was sending me that, and I was just like, I mean, I'm probably going to get, like, demolished on this podcast, oh, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go on, and mm-hmm. hopefully it'll be a good conversation. Mm-hmm. I thought Ashley was lovely on it. She yeah. was not... Agreed. She yeah. was. She listened to me, and mm-hmm. I felt like was respectful. Mm-hmm. I I didn't love Amy's comment, but mm-hmm. then at the same time, she wasn't as harsh as I thought she was going to be. And mm-hmm. I think Ben was really receptive, and mm-hmm. I've been proud of a lot of the things he's tweeted since then. So mm-hmm. I feel like he really has listened. And mm-hmm. like I don't know if people know this, but like he switched to be an independent. Okay, I know that. Yeah, he was once running for yeah mayor, whatever oh on the Republican ticket. Yeah. yeah, he's talked about oh it in a, a couple of events or um, like interviews that he's done, where he's just been like, "I can't support a lot of things that have gone on in the party, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. choose to be independent." Wow, yeah, okay. slowly making his way over. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his way. No, so I mean, I I feel like listen. I, I know I didn't handle that as well as I could have, and I'm not always going to be eloquent. I mean, people who can stay eloquent during, like, moments of rage, I have so much respect for them. Because yes. mm-hmm. I... That's hard. You're going to fuck mm-hmm. up sometimes, especially, yeah. like, being on social media. You're not always going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know who I always look up to is Brit- Brittany Packnett. Who's that? Oh my, y'all have to follow her on Twitter. She can, like, have, she can be, like, so mad about something, and Mm -hmm. she just, like, is always eloquent. Mm. That is a skill. (laughs) Yeah. It is. I read um, Good and Mad by Rebecca Traster. Have y'all read that? Mm -hmm. And it's about, like, embracing your rage and, like, trying to, like, always not apologize for, like, being mad and not Mm -hmm. expecting others to, like, receive your anger poorly because Mm -hmm. it's not always something you should apologize for, you know? No. Not in this day and time. (laughs) I'm angry about a lot of stuff. (laughs) And I don't have the energy to, like, package it nicely. I want to present myself in the way I'm feeling and be honest to my emotions, and I think that's fine. And it doesn't always come off as, as you said, as eloquent. Right. Yeah. And, but you try your best. Right. I'm going to fuck up, like, yeah. especially, like, being in the public eye, like, mm-hmm. every... waiting for you to fuck Yeah, up. exactly, yeah. and, like, I almost feel like that's what people were waiting for, like, after it happened, I got removed as a moderator on mm-hmm. Reddit, mm-hmm. Um, but even before that, there were a lot of people who were upset that I was a moderator, because I think they didn't realize that, like, I actually had no moderating duties, mm-hmm. <laughs> um... <laughs> And even though I tried to explain that, so mm-hmm. I, I even tried to bow out at one point. I was like, listen, if it's causing, like, too much of an uproar, yeah. I'm fine with not having this. So yeah. then once that happened, I was like, you know, I'm just, just yeah. taking off. Mm-hmm. And um, now, like, even people in that community will send me, like, things they're saying about me. I'm like, just please don't send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Like, I'm trying to yeah. stay away. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely made an impact on Ben. Yeah. yeah. Just having yeah. that conversation, which is so important. You're not going to agree with everyone. No. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, particularly in, I say particularly in this day and age where people are more vocal about their um, thoughts and beliefs. Right. That we're noticing our differences even more. Yeah. Right. And so you're not going to agree with everyone, but it's just having the conversation. Yeah. And I think the conversation more than anything 
you learn a lot from each other. I'm yeah. not gonna suddenly turn over to the Republican Party, but like right. I can see your side now a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. or you know what have you. So. Yeah. And that's the thing I will say about Ben. Like, at least he wanted to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people would have just been like, fuck you. Right. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. You were yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, James Taylor will probably never talk to me, but. Oh, God. He's, another, he's stirring a lot of stuff with a lot of people, it seems oh, yeah. like. Well, that's his, like, shtick. That's his thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <Jamesy. Weird>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And. During this conversation with Ben, because I listened to the whole thing, um, he said a lot in his intro as a Christian, mm. and you know what? I didn't even like listen to it, so I don't oh. even know what he said. Mm. Okay, because he he did say like I don't want to be grouped in with people that I was grouped in with, and I was like, well, who are you grouped in? What are you saying? Yeah, but I mean, you know, they have like three minute ads on that show, right? Well, you, they can't fuck that <laughs> money up. I understand. Um, but he kept saying, as a Christian, you know, I would just want to stand up for, you know, people coming from Africa and Lebanon and what? Israel. And I'm like, what are you saying, bro? <laughs> You're out here, like, talking about immigrant rights. What? What are you saying right now? Um, but he kept saying, as a Christian, as a Christian. And as someone who was raised Christian, I know that understanding people's struggle is the first step in speaking for them, right? Because right? he was trying to speak for, like, humanity. He was trying right. to speak for all of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But as mm-hmm. somebody who's able-bodied, as someone who is heterosexual, as someone who is Christian, that is a privilege. And I have to understand the underprivilege and what they're going through before I even say stuff like that, those mm-hmm. big, broad statements. Mm-hmm. So do you think that his faith is a security blanket for his, like, white male privilege? <sighs> you know... I don't even know how much I can speak to that just because mm-hmm. I personally am an atheist. I okay. was, uh, even though I was raised in the South, um, my dad was atheist. My mom's a non-practicing Catholic. We were surrounded by like Southern Baptist mm-hmm. or like Pentecostal mm-hmm. yeah. churches. Uh, so I just felt like I could never fit in with mm-hmm. that, uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say that when people usually use that as a crutch, I feel like that it's to conceal their prejudice yeah. or yeah. their own uh, right. racist beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't see really how that fits in where if you are a Christian, you know what yeah. I mean? Because mm-hmm. it... It just doesn't seem to fit together. Doesn't line up. <laughs> no. Doesn't line up with Christ. Doesn't yeah. Line up. Doesn't no. line up with love that it's, neighbor. Doesn't line up. Exactly. <laughs> or even like when people are homophobic, that's always the first thing right. that they say. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> that does not line up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. No. Okay. I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. second that. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things, one of the times that I did laugh, during this conversation, which there wasn't a whole time that I laughed, but Ben Higgins is deeply offended by being called vanilla. Oh, yeah. Deep, like, her triggered <laughs> by being called vanilla. What? If he has such a huge platform, he's beloved, as we just said, why do you think it's so offensive to be called vanilla? I think that he is offended when people call him boring. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think it goes along with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because he's, like, the safe bachelor. He's known for being, like, 
beloved, but like kind of neutral. Doesn't yeah. really stir the pot, really. I think he's still finding his place mm. in who he wants to be mm. in okay. Bachelor Nation. Mm. Um, I I think a lot of too what kind of happened is he did not want this to affect him negatively mm-hmm. in terms of like his company and things like that because. Yeah. He does try to do a lot of good with that, Mm -hmm. and he didn't want people to think that he wasn't trying to do any good in the world. And my whole thing was just, like, I get what you're trying to do in the world, but Mm -hmm. I also, I think there are things going on here that you can pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Um, And just because you're doing good things in the world doesn't mean that you're doing a lot of good. Like, Mm -hmm. there are things Mm -hmm. um, that you can definitely lend your voice to here Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. people need you. And... That is something that I think is lacking mm-hmm. in the Bachelor world mm-hmm. is there's really no guys ever standing up for good things. Mm-hmm. It yeah. drives me crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I can count on one hand mm-hmm. guys who, you know, stand up in mm-hmm. a more progressive way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're playing it so safe because Always. they're trying to protect their their brand, their right. image, their mm-hmm. pockets. Like, yeah. But in the end, you're not having an opinion on anything. Right. <laughs> right. You're not helping. You're not using your platform in a positive way. Because exactly. you're trying to sell followers, sell things to followers or yeah. whatnot. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there can be a balance. I feel like I you think, can yeah. still stand up for things mm-hmm. and still tie I still try to sell things. Someone who's kind of man, <laughs> yeah, still make that money, but like <laughs> have an actual opinion. Yeah. yeah. I think, um... Baby Becca, Becca M. Yes. Kind of, she does it well. She does it well. She's yeah. That girl is selling. She yeah. is selling. She is yeah. fully out here in this mommy market. Yes. And be out here talking about Leo and yeah. Yes. Also, personal opinions. Fuck Leo. Also, yeah. fuck Leo. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Horrible also, person. Oh, yeah. Gross. Terrible. You got into it with him too? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no. I knew it. <laughs> Not shy away from that combo. No. <laughs> Not at all. Mm. So how do you envision or what is your dream way of the show integrating social media? Oh wow. I mean Because they're they're they've gone this far without it mm-hmm. and it's starting to get real messy. Yeah. <laughs> so they need to figure out a way to integrate it. What are your thoughts? In ideas? terms of like figuring out who has done things on social media. Mm, yeah. yeah, that or, yeah. yeah. I mean, just simple social media background checks would mm-hmm. be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not hard to go through everyone's social media. Right. I feel like just hire like 10 interns, just read yep. through all the tweets, mm-hmm. go through all their pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, just a simple Google search. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the basics. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, and I, I think, too, you know, they used to do something on The Bachelor, which they really don't do anymore, where every season they would highlight a charity, and they would do a date that was charity-based. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. They don't. It'd be like the dog rescue date, and then they'd, like, talk a little bit about the rescue company. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That would be nice if they did that again. Yeah. Or just, like, every season, what if they just, like, sponsored a charity? Mm Mm-hmm. Or, like... One thing I really wanted to do in terms of the midterms is I really wanted them to, like, encourage Bachelor people to, like, show up at universities and get people to vote Ooh, or, like, yeah, register to vote. Yeah. Like, why not use people in that way? Mm-hmm, like, yeah. that would be wonderful. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we've talked, I mean, we talked kind of off podcast about how, like, 
we feel like there's a lot of um, like missed opportunities for the franchise to utilize yeah. the contestants in positive mm-hmm. ways. They've kind of let them go free, and they're all right. creating their own brands and selling stuff and doing their own individual stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like there is missed opportunities for them to kind of like integrate um, the contestants into more like I don't know social change. Or yeah, right. so they have their own brands, but they're all selling the same thing, right? Yeah. They're all selling <laughs> Fat Fit Fun, Dita's Eyewear. Right. They're all yeah. selling like the same the stuff. Mo- the, yeah. everyone, all the guys are selling the, the watch. The Daniel oh Wellington God. watches, yeah. the movement watches. Like everybody's mm-hmm. like kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they all want the check at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why not provide a little check? Right. Go to Rutgers, right? And well, tell people to vote. Yeah. I I feel mm-hmm. like it's. They don't even want to get people together now because they're like, we have to wait to introduce them on oh. Bachelor in Paradise or something. <laughs> oh my God. Because back when I was on, um, they would have this reunion in Vegas. I remember they used to show like oh, yeah. little images of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't do that anymore. No. Wow. Mm. Yeah, now everything just happens in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> down in the DMs. That's true, that's pre-social media, so you yeah. guys used to like, look forward to this reunion and like meet all the hot guys from Exactly. Last like, oh, wow. When yeah. I was on, I feel like that's the first year I was on Twitter, and that's whenever Instagram was created. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But we weren't selling anything on Instagram. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nobody was, really. <laughs> no. photos with yeah. ass. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. Turns, like, two filters, everybody was just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Times are changing. They yeah. are. <laughs> so you are married. I am. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you meet your husband? <laughs> this is kind of an embarrassing story. Oh, but <laughs> uh, I was at Brother Jimmy's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah of the course. 31st in Lexington. Mm-hmm. And he recognized me from the show. Stop. But I had a wow. boyfriend at the time. So he came up and like bought me a shot. And I even think like I was kind of like a bitch joke. I was just kind of like, eh, thanks for the shot. Mm-hmm. But he was with one of his friends who was dating my roommate. Okay. And huh. that guy was like, I can I can hook you up with her. Like, just give me some time. So a year later, I finally had broken up with that boyfriend. And that guy and my roommate were like, come to our going away party at Bounce, which is a horrible place. Bounce. <laughs> It's like a terrible place. sports bar, right? I mean, it's great. It's great and horrible. <laughs> um, oh, wow. So I went and met him, and um, I, you know, I had just been single for like two weeks. Mm. So I was oh, just wow. like, I don't want to date anyone, but he's yeah. really cute. Like, should I I'd go on a date with him? Mm. Um, and we went on a date and pretty much have been together ever since. Mm. And what was great about him my relationship previously, the guy did not like Bachelor Nation stuff. Like, mm-hmm. hated it. Really? And when I met Steve, he had watched it mm-hmm. for forever. And um, when we started dating, I told him, I was like, you know, I'm about to be a bridesmaid in Ashley A. Bear's wedding. Do you want to come to this wedding with me? It's going to be on TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'd love to go. <laughs> um, but he worked for um, Goldman Sachs, which mm-hmm. is... Oh. The very first Bachelor ever worked at Goldman Sachs. Really? And then really? after that, Goldman Sachs was like, no one can ever go on The Bachelor again. <laughs> oh, shit. So. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Steve oh God. told his boss, and they were like, you are signing this. You cannot be on camera at all. Oh. 
Yeah. Wow. So uh, he came to the wedding with me, and he, like, killed it. Like, he knew everyone. <laughs> everyone loved him. He was, like, the life of the wedding. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, this is going to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is going to be okay. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. But Aww. he's great. I love him. How long have you guys been together and married? We have been together since 2012. But we have been married um, since May 2016. Aw. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Still yeah. the honeymoon Yeah, yeah. Kind of. cute. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brad Womack is still single. Still yep. single. Right. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. I feel like everyone from his season two is married now, so. All the women? <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Damn, Brad. I mean, Damn, I'm still Brad. good friends with a lot of the girls. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've all moved on. Yeah. <laughs> Want to greener pastures. Wow. Wow. So when are you gonna start blogging? My blogging days are done. Really? Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. That's sad. I know. I like I did it for a while and like I actually had a couple of people like trolls, I guess. It yeah. just made it so unpleasant. Yeah. That it just really wasn't fun anymore. Mm. Would you ever do, like, a little, like, Instagram book club? She oh, does I have, have Instagram one. book club. Oh. Sorry, that's what I yeah. meant. Oh! <laughs> yes. Well, so I have a hashtag. Tell this us is, about your... Is, yeah. No, so actually, this is how it started. Okay. Um, I have always been a big reader. Mm. And so I started a hashtag on Instagram called mm. Spivey's Book Club. Mm-hmm. And um, I would do these screenshots of my Kindle, mm-hmm. like showing what I was reading at the time and do reviews of the books I was reading. Mm-hmm. And then I was just kind of like, I'm getting so many comments on these. This isn't a great way to discuss these books. Why don't I move it over to another platform? And I felt like the platform that made the most sense, even though I hate being on it, <laughs> is Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I brought it over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I started the book club in January. Um, and now we have about 10.5 thousand followers. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, mis- <laughs> I misread your question. Okay. You book club. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's awesome because I see on your live you post like all these cool books that you read and then mm-hmm. women will like tag themselves and like discuss yeah. the Ashley's new book or mm-hmm. Ashley's new oh, recommendation. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, even I think there's interesting ways to use Instagram. Yes. Yeah. And you don't have yeah. to just sell things. No. Like, no. I really like the way you've used your Instagram. Yeah. With creating the book club, with promoting like social justice issues, yeah. getting out the vote, promoting just like current event things. There's interesting ways to use it that's for positive and yeah. you still make money and, and whatnot, but mm-hmm. also like create community. Yeah, well and, that's yeah. my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I like having a community. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just be about making money. Like I'm fine with just having like Real jobs. Yeah. <laughs> or not real jobs. I, mean, I, I feel bad saying that because it, it's actually yeah. hard to sell things on Instagram. Yes. It's a lot of work. Take all that time, like, making stories and mm-hmm. cool graphics and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I love all my jobs and... I don't know. I, I'm not great at, like, taking selfies of myself and things like that. So I mm-hmm. feel like I'd be a horrible Instagram influencer. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I've tried to think of ways that I can make the, the book community bigger. Mm-hmm. I love supporting authors. 
Um, I used to do it on Twitter for forever. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of how the book club came to be is that mm-hmm. I made friends with a lot of authors just by promoting their books on Twitter, which mm-hmm. is something that's so important to do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people think that the book industry is dying, but I feel like it's not. Mm-hmm. I you know, like, mm-hmm. especially right now when I feel like the news cycle is so intense and we all can't yeah. take these vacations to kind of get away from everything. You mm-hmm. can, like, get away from it. By reading a book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and reading a book to, like, make your voice stronger mm-hmm. and make you more acquainted with, like, the issues that are going on. Um, if you don't understand something that's going on, like, read a book about it. Yeah. You know? Or yeah. subscribe to the New York Times or mm-hmm. the Post mm-hmm. and read about what's yeah. going on. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's the original <laughs> escape. Exactly. Yeah, that's what everyone used to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for Scaramucci's book. <laughs> <laughs> Scaramucci, Anthony Scaramucci. You don't remember him? He worked at the White House for ten days. It, that's it's called <laughs> Scaramucci now. With yeah, you like yes, ten days Scaramucci. Scaramucci. Yeah, it's like oh, a length of time. What in Trump's? Uh... Uh-huh. He was press secretary. Yep. Yeah. He was what uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders does. But before her. Before her. For t- I missed for that ten one. days. I missed yeah. That one. You I easily. <laughs> I mean, you easily could have. Yeah, it's forgettable because yeah. it was like so short. Wow. <laughs> and there's yeah. a revolving door in that place. I don't Ooh, even know. It really who is. is. Yeah. Still I don't think anyone works there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just like holograms now. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No one is there. Jeez. Um, Let's see. Okay, so you're famously not a huge fan of Colton as the Bachelor, right? I know you were you wanted um, I think I read something like you were a big fan of Will's potentially. Yeah. So I think I've gone all over the place with who I wanted to be The Bachelor this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted Wills. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of made this comment about Lincoln that, like, broke my heart. They all do, right? I know. It's, it's, it's very odd. It's very, very strange. Yeah, like, Damn. I think it was Lauren Zima asked him in an interview where she was like, um, what do you think about the Lincoln situation? He was like, oh, I called him immediately after it happened to make sure he was okay. And I was like, Gross. how is that your first answer? It's not make no. sure he was okay. Like, of course he's okay. He wasn't yeah. the one that was assaulted. <laughs> what? Chilling. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, but, no, I mean, I still think he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. He uh, is so funny to me. He's so stylish. Like, we yes. need a fucking black bachelor. Like, yes. we just need one. Yes. Um, what is it going to take, Ashley? <laughs> You're in this world. You know Listen, these people. This is what it, what's he thinking? This is yeah. what it will take. It takes a big campaign from viewers. Mm-hmm. If you think that there should be a black bachelor, you have to make that opinion known. And it's only going to come from viewer pressure mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's how we change the minds of everyone behind production. Mm-hmm. I really feel like if there was enough support behind making Wills the Bachelor, it would have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it has to come from, you know, all mm-hmm. the people watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just going to keep with the status quo. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't Under know pressure either. from middle American, oh, yeah. 40-odd-year-old white women. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're not going to be like, oh, my God, we need Wills. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, maybe if there's just, like, a big boycott. Yeah. Hit oh, we're yeah. just like, listen, we're not going to watch We're not going to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't know when that's going to I mean, happen. I'm yeah, all for sure. it. Hell like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We need one. We'll have to start next Bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
whenever that yeah, happens. Yeah, searching for Let's her. get the... Yeah, because the diversity in the cast is getting way better. I mean, mm-hmm. I was all for Eric being The Bachelor. <sighs> I too. I would definitely would have watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he shot himself in the foot in Bachelor in Paradise. Sure did. Yeah. Sure Talking did. Talking about cheese too much, like, uh, yeah. then just like... I don't know what that His was. branding was off. It was off. Very. He should have hired somebody. I feel like he yeah. just should have gone on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. That yeah. as well. That's yeah. why I was thinking whenever I found out Wills was going on Bachelor in Paradise, I was like, no! Yeah. And then he left after. <laughs> yeah. After, yeah. yeah so an exactly. hour. Yeah. Yikes. But no, but thank you, Ashley, for being so candid and open. Of course. um, I think our listeners, for those of you who didn't already know her, now you know a bit about her and why we definitely wanted to have her on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely, we're in the same, we see, we see each other. I hope so. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) We're, We're in the same wavelength. I like that. All right. So that was our interview with Ashley Spivey. We are obsessed with her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just love this little... She's so tiny. Yeah. And so cute. And, like, this little spunky southern girl mm-hmm. who is just out here... Just preaching the good word. Oh, my God. Making waves. Making waves in mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation. Using her platform for good. Yep. Um, she's got some bite to her. She's not afraid of conflict. She's not, not afraid to speak her mind. And I love that. We need more of that because yeah. people are, we're in a world now where people are so apathetic and so neutral and mm-hmm. so yada yada, but she's somebody who like recognizes her privilege yeah. and uses it to speak out on things that are important to her and important to the world right now. So right. I really appreciate her and I love that she was, she in person was exactly how she is on, online on her, um, yep. on her like social media handles. So consistency. Love mm-hmm. it. Our cast bios with Ashley will be dropping later on this week. Mm-hmm. So subscribe to us to hear more on that. And we usually do them alone. Yeah. But this time around, we got some extra specialty. Yes. That she gave us, which yes. was awesome. So we go through each of the contestants one by one, and then we get some extra tea from Ashley. And it's just mm-hmm. nice to have another person's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. As a contestant mm-hmm. herself. Um, and yeah, we just had such a good time with her. We had to split we the did. episode into two. Yeah. It was just so damn long. So apologize for the cast bios being delayed yet again, but whatever. <laughs> It'll be on Friday. Um, and yeah, so that's that. Rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. If you subscribe, you'll get the notification for when that episode drops exactly. Yep. Um, and as always, hit us up on Twitter, the number two BLK girls, the number one rose. And email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And also hit us up on Instagram, the number yep. two black girls, one rose. Yeah, when this drops, screenshot it and add us to your story. Yes, please tag us. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll be back on Friday. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.